Hey, and welcome back to Paragaming Productions, where my name is Jared, and this week on, we have a we have a guy by the name of Nate. Nate, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself, too. Hello, uh, I'm Nate. Uh, I've been gaming for my entire life, and uh, this is my first time interacting with a stranger on a podcast, so let's see how this goes. Nothing wrong with contacting strangers on the internet, right? Yeah, you know, totally safe. I mean, I mean, to catch a predator couldn't have been that true, could it? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Chris Hansen. I'm sorry. Like I listened to Take like a seat right here. Yeah, you know he's got a podcast actually out where he talks about the predators and stuff like that. Oh wow. Yeah, it's it's a little a little bit more in depth. I, it's it's not as good as the TV show, but I think it's all right. Right. Yeah, I saw one on uh, Reddit a couple of days ago where like they felt bad about the guy during filming. Well, it's. <laughs> I, I, where he's just like, my life is terrible, and I might as well just jump off a cliff. And they were like, you should go get help. <laughs> well, was that the dude with the cowboy hat and trench coat? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, that, that was, was that okay. Was, that, that was kind of sad. <laughs> it was. It was very, very sad. Uh, there was. There's a guy they they caught in Michigan that they actually felt even a little bit more sad about. Um, he was 18 though, and the girl he was talking to the the. Um, the quote-unquote, uh, uh, I can't think of the name now. The quote-unquote decoy. There we go. The, the decoy okay. that they were talking <laughs> to was, like, 16 or something like that. I, I guess they, like, nabbed him with a 16-year-old. But that would, that's always been that's always been a, an interesting point for To Catch a Predator because I was always like, how, right. do they, how do they get away with it? Because technically nobody's there. It's not a te- that because like to me that feels a little like entrapment. I'm not saying it's correct. I mean, it's horrible, but like you can't sit outside a bar, you know, and watch somebody leave the bar and then tag them for drunk driving. Right. But how do you? How does that come out? And and a lot of the a lot of the people that were arguing about the whole like 18 year old one was like he literally just graduated high school where he was walking the halls with like 16 year old girls and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. For yeah. all we know, he could have been dating a 16 year old. So yeah. So like that, you was know, weird it depends that. on the state, but also at the same time, if you're going in it with the intent of seeking out a youth, uh, that can be frowned upon. <laughs> no, but that, that dude that you're talking about, he is, I think he did, he did a, a podcast about it. And the guy is, the guy is weird as shit. The guy, oh, I believe it. Horrible. Jesus. I mean, he showed up with the cowboy hat. And... I don't know, man. I... <laughs> you know, it was funny because a lot of people point that out. They're like, "Dude, change, change who you are. Change up the way you dress." Like, <laughs> yeah, chicks don't want you because you look like a, you look like you're coming straight out of Columbine, man. It's horrible. Yeah, you, you know, just uh, get get your hair done, trim up a tiny bit, get get a couple new shirts, and uh, just don't show up to strangers' houses with a giant cowboy hat. Yeah. And he, I remember he was talking about his weight. It's like, dude, go for a walk. Like, yeah. I mean, I've I've got I, I've known people. I've seen I've seen people change their ways. But and anyways, that's that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother time. <laughs> different podcast. Yeah, different podcast. I mean, I I wouldn't I wouldn't mind touching on it, but I start off with video games. Damn it, and I'm gonna do that. Uh, so Mass no Effect Legendary Edition. Yeah. Were you an OG Mass Effect or? Okay. So how did yeah. I want to hear how you got into Mass Effect? Like, how, wh- how did you get introduced? Oh man, um, I mean, I pre-ordered the first one and got it launch day. Uh, even from the hype building up from like official Xbox magazine really? stuff like that. Just way back in the day, I 
somewhat of a sci-fi nerd, but I've also just been a huge fan of Bioware RPGs in general. And the two of those together seemed great. Uh, yeah, and I think I put, in the original trilogy, I probably put like 200-ish hours Good Lord. between all three games. Damn, man. What, uh, I gotta ask, what was your, what was your character? Was it male, female, shepherd, and, and what did you run as? Um, in the original, I ran, uh, male shepherd, and I just did the, uh, the bionics class. Really? Uh, a bionic? Yeah. Yeah. And then in the, uh, in the remake now, I'm doing, uh, fem shep. Mm, yeah. Keeping it on the, on the original canon, so they yeah. say. Uh, and then I'm just sniping everyone in the face. Oh, so infiltrator. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, uh, they, I, I know I went over this in a previous podcast, but I, I, I always play as female shepherd. I, I feel like if I have the option to play as a female character, I just do. I don't know why, Same. but like, uh, they threw out the statistics on like everything. And apparently, um, the, uh, the, like the sentinel, the vanguard, the biotic, the more heavily biotic characters are less played, and a lot of people choose like soldier and engineer and you know infiltrator a little bit more often than not. So, yeah, I believe it. I mean, even though the shooting's not the best <laughs> in a sense, <laughs> yeah, uh, like you know, it's it's competent enough, but it doesn't hold its ground to like a Halo or a Call of Duty or something in terms of just general engagement for a shooter uh it's good enough to the point where i think some people just play it as a shooter and mm -hmm. you know don't really want to deal with uh abilities and cooldowns and stuff like that yeah no that, that's fair to say um when you when you what was what did you because i know this was a, a topic that i felt really uh mad about is that when they made the transition from Mass Effect 1 to 2, they went from, you know, the infinite, you know, infinite ammo to thermal clips. Did, yeah. that, did that spark your, your little bit, or...? Um, actually, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> in the, uh, Legendary Edition, I've... I'm only, like, partially through 2. Uh, mm -hmm. I took a break to play way too much Path of Exile. Uh, <laughs> And, just, like, I forgot about that transition when I went between games, and I got to the second one, and was like, wait, like, I'm out of ammo? Like, what are, what are we doing here? How does how does the future get worse? Like, we have infinite ammo with cooldowns, and now we have ammo again. Uh, it seems like a step backwards. Yeah. Uh, it took a little bit of getting used to, like, I don't... In games like that, where you turn up the difficulty and everything is, like, super spongy, uh... I think the unlimited ammo system would have been slightly more manageable. It was kind of annoying in the middle of a fight to have to look around for, like, random ammo to spawn. Yeah. That seemed a little unnecessary. They could have been at least more forgiving with, uh, like, magazine size, at the very least. Yeah. Uh, I, I do love your shirt, though, because this is Doom, and that brings me to a, a topic of ammo oh. that I'm... <laughs> I remember... Uh, I, I tried. I never played the original Doom. Like I. Oh God. I, I was raised on that. Like I listened to the first Doom track, because there was a big hype around Doom Eternal. I was like, this seems like a kind of game that I might want to play, 
And okay. so when Eternal came out, I started playing that, and I'm like, the fuck's my ammo? Where is it? What? And it's like, chainsaw enemies in half to get your ammo. It's like, that seems a little weird. Did you play uh, 2016? No, I didn't play 2016. Oh, okay. okay. I've only ever played Doom Eternal, and it... Like, I'm a fan of the game. I'm a fan of the genre. Like, it seems really dope, but, like, when it's gore to be gore, that's kind of where I draw the line. Because I'm like, mm, I'm not I'm not so happy about that. I'm not that big into it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, I, like, right after I finished uh, 2016 Doom, uh, it was right before Doom Eternal came out. And then I just kind of held off just to see how a few reviews were. And um, I guess the general reaction I heard was people having a problem with ammo because it was a more demanding, like, gameplay loop. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, you fire 10 shots, then you chainsaw someone, then you hook chain someone else, and then you punch someone to get your health back, and you just do that over and over again. Yeah. And uh, it it kind of it forced you to use specific guns more often than the first one did, which is something that kind of turned me off. Uh, the first one I just played through with the shotgun, because yeah. <laughs> it's the best weapon in every FPS. Well, it should be. Yeah. The best weapon in every FPS. Uh, and I, I loved 2016 Doom. It was phenomenal. But uh, Doom Eternal, I, I probably got halfway through it, maybe. And was like, okay, like I'll come back to this. I'm in no rush. Uh, it, didn't, it didn't hook me like the first one did. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, it, it's strange that you say that. Like, That's how I feel about uh, quite a few single-player games that are expansive that are as expansive as like the legendary edition or you know something like doom where you're gonna play for like a minute and uh you know i find myself like i'm part way through you know part three in the legendary edition of mass effect and still i'm just like i i don't know i just can't you know like i'm trying to get back into it but i just i can't do it you know it's right. just you, you find yourself engrossed in other games like right now i'm back into fallout 3 playing as uh Zena. Oh, nice. Xena Skywalker, I found a, a mod for a lightsaber, and so I'm running around stabbing people with lightsabers and shooting them with blasters. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of dumb, but at the same time, it, I don't know, just you, you find yourself jumping around a lot. I did and see, Fallout 3 is just a great game. Yeah, I did see that you uh, you played 12 minutes. I played a, a, a fair bit of it. Have you beaten it? I just rolled credits this morning, actually. Really? Uh, yeah, I got it on Friday played a little bit after work and then just casually dabbled here and there over the weekend um how how far are you uh we yes are, are we avoiding spoilers here well i mean if you haven't beaten it like i'll definitely stay away from that stuff oh no i i, I probably uh i didn't actually play it a friend of mine bought it and we played it like she was streaming it on on discord and i was playing with her uh which is okay kinda, okay because the cool. game is the game is not up my alley uh i'm, I'm more of a first person kind of guy but like i'll watch somebody play a third right. person um but like uh i i've gotten to the point where we were able to subdue uh william defoe i'll just kind of yeah. come out and say that we are able to subdue william defoe and then all of a sudden um she had to go pick up her dog but uh, like it's so interesting how you like ha it's almost like a timing thing where you got to just time things out oh yeah every little detail in that game uh i got to a point where i felt like and this is like really my one problem with the game is uh 
if one like process doesn't occur to you at one point in the game you're just stuck yeah like, you have nothing to do you can't if you don't think of doing this one thing, there's no way to like brute force yourself into that scenario outside of doing that one thing. Mm. And I guess it would have been nice to see more branching paths that had the same outcome rather than having to be like, oh, I have to, you know, do a certain thing to uh, get Willem Dafoe knocked down or something like yeah. that. You know, uh, like the way that we we figured out, like it was funny because we almost uh, subconsciously figured out how to subdue William Defoe, but at the same time, like we were trying to recreate it, and we're like, well, how the fuck if we do that? Like you know, we were we it just the experimentation and then the reset, and it was a little frustrating, but at the same time, it was yeah. it was fun. Like it was a it was a fun game to to just try to you know dabble with something and figure it out. I wish there was a fast forward button. <laughs> yeah just slightly like there, there's times in the game where the main character will say like now we wait and time will pass or something like that yeah. but i wish i could just double time for like five seconds just to get an animation through a little faster something like that but uh it's like, i know how to yeah. do this this first part let's get to the let's get to the fast forward you know yeah, yeah. exactly um, yeah it was all right is it a satisfactory ending like is it is it something that you feel complete with uh <laughs> <laughs> that... <laughs> the ending's messed up. I'll I'll just leave it at that. All right, uh, all right. There, I mean, there, there's a few different endings. Oh, there, um, it's, it's multiple endings. Yeah, I believe I've seen three ish. I guess uh, the the story gets weird. Okay. I'll just leave it at that. All right, I guess. Yeah, weird's good, I guess. Then yeah, finish, I don't... finish the game. <laughs> I think if if you're at that point, I think it's worth seeing it through. Okay, like, it's not a super long game. It's no, it's not. It's on Game Pass, so you know, like if if you have that, it's not like it's costing you any money outside of the subscription, anyways. So yeah. Well, you had said that you are PC, Xbox, and Switch. Um, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm curious on this here. Is there a hate towards uh, PlayStation? Was it never a thing, or, or what was the what's the whole Xbox? Um, no, it's actually uh, my Xbox. Oh, I can't even call myself a fanboy. I'm just kind of sucked in the ecosystem now, so I'm just writing it out. Yeah, uh, it kind of started from the original one for the most part, being a spinoff like of a PC at the time. Okay. Uh, just in terms of like the architecture, having a hard drive, you know, some stuff like that, where it was like, oh, like I can take the PC games I'm playing, and this system will probably run some of them. Yeah. Uh, just little things like that at the time. Um, growing up, I was a Nintendo. Well, I was a Nintendo and a Genesis kid. I had an NES. Then I had a Genesis. Then I had a 64. And then my mom sold my 64. That's another story. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're then, yeah, it. I think my next console was an Xbox after that. So why did she sell it? Oh, oh God. Uh, I was grounded. <laughs> and she unplugged it and put it in a paper bag in a closet somewhere. And... Uh, I had a friend 
spend the night. I don't even, I was probably in like seventh grade or something at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a friend spend the night and my mom was out of town and I took it out of the closet, played it. We just, you know, played Goldeneye. Of course. Put it back in the closet. Somehow she found out about it. And one day I came home from school and she was like, yeah, I sold your 64 and all the controllers and all the games and everything. Uh, Who'd she sell it to? I want to say she just like walked into Funko Land at the time. Uh, now GameStop, um, and just got cash for it. Probably got underpaid. It was like three hundred bucks, and she said she'd like give it to me when I graduate high school or something like that. Oh, oh that makes sense. Uh, have you ever played on a PlayStation, or have you ever tried to get a PlayStation? It is I owned a PS3. Maybe eight years ago. I can't even remember when it came out. Um, I bought it right. I bought a used one right around the time The Last of Us came out. Okay. Because uh, I I really wanted to play that game. Yeah. Um, so I played through that. I played through. Oh, I had a PSP too. Now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I. You know, hacked that thing to bits and was playing uh, PlayStation 1 games on that. Oh, go go um, figure, go figure. Yeah, I bought a PS3, played The Last of Us, played through Uncharted 1 and 2, and through some of Metal Gear Solid 4, and then I sold it to buy a Xbox One, I believe. Yeah, that's that, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. I had a PlayStation 4 for a little while because of The Last of Us. Right. I, I had played it before. I had played it before. I loved it. Played through it again, and then Spider Man came out, and I played the shit out of Spider Man. But I just none of my friends were on PlayStation. Everybody was always on Xbox. Right. And then when uh, Xbox and PC basically were like, we're gonna be a thing and merge and da 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 da. I was like, dope. So yeah. then I got a PC, which a lot you know, and I've never turned back because I don't really need. I don't really need anything else. I can run a lot of the games that I. My friends play, and thank God for crossplay is a huge thing now because I can just crossplay on everything. So right, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Another big part of the uh, Xbox thing now it, it's all coming back. Uh, yeah, was um I was following the development of Halo Ooh. back when it was a PC exclusive well, Mac game actually. Nice. Uh, I think they debuted it at like a Mac keynote way back in the day <laughs> uh like steve jobs announced it on stage that's hilarious um and it was going to be like a third person tactics game or something like that at the time and uh i had played oni which is one of bungie's like really old games and uh it was rocky but the art style was cool and i, I had fun yeah. uh so it's like oh you know they made this game maybe i'll like this other one and when Microsoft bought Bungie, I was just like, "All right, well, I'm, I'm getting an Xbox." Like, yeah, that that pretty much uh, sold it right there. My, uh, so you followed the Halo franchise basically from start to finish. Yeah. How do you feel about the new Halo that's dropping? Uh, I'm concerned. What? Because <laughs> I, I mean, I I feel your concern because I'm literally the same way about Battlefield 2042. That is my my also pride concerned. joy. What concerns you about the Halo series? Like, what, what, um, what tickles you? 
I guess, like, the way they debuted it last year, mm-hmm. was that last year or two years ago? I can't remember. I, everything blurs together now. When they debuted gameplay the first time, and the internet blew up over it, and was like, oh, this looks terrible and whatnot, uh, the fact that they went into that press conference with the tone of it's coming out, like, this holiday season... And then after they got that reaction, they delayed it an entire year. Like, that was super concerning to me. And now, on top of that, they're like, yeah, Campaign Co-op and Forge aren't going to be in at launch. Ooh. I'm like, that... Campaign Co-op is one of the biggest selling points for all the Halo games for me outside of general multiplayer. Like, I I don't usually run through the campaign solo. Um, okay. It's always with at least one friend. So not having that at launch was kind of weird to me. Mm-hmm. And then once I heard that they cut those two things for the launch window, but they are coming later, it kind of got me thinking, like, what state was the game in when they were planning to release it, like, six months after that first video debuted? Yeah. And even though they have, like, given pretty good community feedback and, like, updates since then... I'm still, I'm nervous because I don't feel like Halo Five went in a direction I enjoyed. I kind of feel like the last good Halo game was Halo Three. And is it? Are you more of a can't like? Are you more story driven when it comes to the Halo campaign series? Uh, like how a lot of games are shying away from campaigns specifically, and and you know, and they're they're really trying to force this multiplayer. Do you, is that a direction in games that you're not enjoying? Um, no, actually, I mean, multiplayer is where it's at with yeah. uh, shooters in general. I mean, I have, yeah, way too much time in Warzone spent right now. <laughs> uh, I looked back before Bungie pulled the servers. I think I had, like, 800 hours in Halo 2 multiplayer alone, something like that. Um Yeah, it, I guess campaign's just part of it, you know? Yeah. Like, it for for me, uh, when I buy a shooter, if it has a campaign, I play through the campaign, then I hop online. Like, there's there's an order of operations that, uh, <laughs> that you know, just, just, you know, get my get my feet wet a little bit. Uh, and, uh, you, you, said, you said order of operations. I have to ask, are you a veteran? No. Oh, okay. All right. I no. just... I don't, I do not hear that at all. Like, if I hear, I hear specific phrases or specific tones, I'm like, this motherfucker might be, you know, like, he <laughs> might be a veteran with me that might strike some chords, but it just, you know, like, because uh, I play Insurgency Sandstorm, I play Ground oh. Branch, you know, and I hear the way some of those people talk, and I'm like, you're, mu-. I was like, shut up, Marine. He's like, shut up, Air Force. And it's like, no, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you know, so, like, I get it. Um, yeah. I just had to ask, uh, did you enjoy the campaign in in uh, in Malta? It, God damn it! it it's uh, like I I it's weird. I I apologize because like what happens every once in a while is sometimes I'll get really tired right before I'm supposed to do something, and there was an energy drink I was just slamming there, and like I I kind of start to wake up midway through, but I still can't talk because I my brain is still trying to function correctly. So I apologize. Uh, uh, that works. <laughs> With the Call of Duty 2019, the one that just came out, did you enjoy that campaign? Was that campaign fun to you? 
Uh, we're talking modern warfare. Or are we yeah, talking on modern Cold? warfare, like when Warzone was launched? Okay. I don't know. I mean, like the spectacle of it mm -hmm. is always like the production value of a Call yeah. of Duty uh, campaign is always like astounding what they can do with a video game. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought some of it was like kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Okay. Uh, the part where you're the kid. No. Like, this yeah. is. I don't know if I need this in a game. <laughs> like I'm not. I don't really feel like that added anything for me. Um, like it didn't add to the, you know, some of the games try to get you in depth with the story. Like some, sometimes they try to get you with the storyline and being the kid, you, you felt a little disconnect instead of a connect to the character. It was more along the lines of like, I didn't feel like I actually needed to do that versus that being like a cutscene that led into something else. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I, I get, I get what they were going for. She's like, oh, you know, like you're in a war-torn land and you're a kid fighting for survival. Like I, I get that, but I was like, I don't need to be a kid killing people in yeah. a video. Like I can do that as an adult. <laughs> that, that's fine for me. Yeah, I, uh, uh, I have a, I, a lot of problems with with Bethesda too, where like uh, in, during Assassin's Creed, it's just like that could have been a cutscene. You know, oh, yeah. you, you know, there's, I, I get what you're talking about where, where that where there's specific parts of a game where you're just like, I didn't need to do that. I, I could have just watched. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and that's kind of how I felt about like no Russians, you know, the big one when it comes to Call of Duty. I was just like, I get exactly what you're going for. But at the same time, I'm like. I didn't need to do that. I, I appreciated the fact that I could just walk through that entire thing without firing a shot. Like, thanks for at least letting me do that. Yeah. But or, but also, like, if if you go through the beginning and it's like, there's a content warning and I'm like, what, early 20s or something whenever that came out. Just like, ah, whatever, I'm prepared for anything. It just went straight into it. And I was like, this is some hardcore messed up stuff that I'm not sure I should have signed up for. Like, um, uh, it's, it's, it's that weird separation between a content warning and the actual content. And sometimes I'm like, I want to see the entire created vision, like someone or some team plotted that entire thing out. Mm -hmm. And I want to see it in its entirety, even if it upsets me. But sometimes I'm just like, oh, you know, the hindsight <laughs> on some of them. Like, I don't that it would have been fine being a cutscene rather than something I had to interact with because mm -hmm. the interaction kind of makes it different. But at the same time, I, I get what they're trying to do. But I mean, look at look at what the interaction made you come out of it with. I mean, uh, yeah, ex I, exactly. I, I think like, that was works. the whole point. Yeah, I think that was the whole point where they're like, no, we're going to make an impression. We're going to do something. Was it bad that when I came into that, the, the scene, no Russian, that I got giddy to pull the trigger? Like, I couldn't pull it fast enough? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it, as it was starting there, going up the elevator, it's like, remember, no Russian. Pulls out the 240, and then the elevator door opens up. I was like, no. And then, like, I pulled the trigger, and it's like, it's like not yet, so, not oh, yet. This and I'm works? Just, yeah, I'm like <laughs> sitting there, like, pulling the trigger. I'm like, come on, come on, let's go. 
And then yeah, as soon as it know, let me, like, just crap. <laughs> but it's like, look. I guess looking back on it, it's more of just like that was actually pretty messed up. But yeah. also, as someone who's like, for instance, a fan of the Hitman games, yeah, it's like. Dude, if you give me a room full of people, like, there will be a body count. (laughs) I I can't get around that. At some point, I'm going to do it first time, like, stealthy without doing anything. And then the second time, I'm just going to go in guns blazing. How many many people on this level? 50? I can get 50 bodies. I can get it. Exactly. How low can I get the frame rate with a body with a pile of bodies? It's weird how some games were were totally okay with just pure, absolute sheer violence, yet some other, you know, some other video games were just like, did that really need to happen? You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's great. I love love it, man. Absolutely love it. Uh, I get asked, though, with the Switch, are you a big uh, New New Horizons fan, Uh, Animal Crossing? I've never played an Animal Crossing. Fair enough. Fair enough. I I, I, I got a Switch. I'm play pokemon you know right right it's yeah. not it, it's a solid rpg if that's what you're into i like, don't like I, it I is like a it. good what it is yeah i like i like i like it's weird because like i'm 34 and i'm like i i'm like go pikachu like you got this big guy <laughs> it's, just, hey, it's, I love it's it. totally fine uh, i'm glad though that you didn't put pokemon because you would be i, I can't believe how many people's childhoods revolved around pokemon it was fucking insane Absolutely insane. I, mean, I watched the cartoon show when I was little. You know, I, I had some cards. I don't know what happened to them, but I did have... I never bought any, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I somehow wound up with some. Uh, I played... I probably played five or six of the games mm-hmm. over the 20-odd years that franchise has been relevant. Yeah. I couldn't make it past gen 2 as soon as gen 2 came out i got a little pissed off i'm straight og with that stuff i when i when i i I think it was i think it was maybe fourth generation where i lost my shit because it was like that's a that's a spork with eyes like yeah that's a set of keys yeah you're not even trying that one's a chandelier (laughs) although there there's a pile of garbage named trubbish and that's pretty legit just because it, it's just a pile of trash. Like I, I respect the trash. Trubbish. I... Okay. It's just like someone just ran out of ideas and they're just like pile of garbage. All right. Sign me up. All right. I'm looking at the, the trubbish evolution. So you th- it's a trash bag with arms. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Like, <laughs> No one should be rewarded for creating that, but I still love it just for how cheesy it is. That's amazing. That's amazing. So I, I actually, I've heard of Path of Exile real quick here because I, I know that, you know, usually when someone puts a game first, when I ask, you know, like, what are the top video games you're playing? Usually that first game is a game that they they enjoy it a whole lot. Oh, man. Yeah, that's probably an understatement. All right, so I'm looking at some of the the pictures here. It looks like it's a, a Doom, uh, not Doom, uh, Diablo esque style game. Yeah. Okay. So what? Yeah, isometric action RPG. Uh, give it to me. Like, what? What? Why do you like it? What, what was so big about it? How'd you get into it? Just give me a story. Um, I got into it by kind of just being disappointed in Diablo three when it came out. Okay. Uh, I can't. I can't even say disappointed. I put like 450 hours into Diablo three before I stopped playing it. Wow. Uh, 
And it got to the point where there was one point where I just wasn't having fun mm-hmm. anymore with Diablo. Uh, there didn't seem to be a lot of uh, build variety, a lot of player choice. Like it, it felt very distilled down to click on things until they die and that's it. Yeah. Whereas uh, Path of Exile, I mean, um, just look up the Path of Exile skill tree. Okay. Un momento. Uh, it, it's absurd. Path of Exile skill tree. Oh, look at that. It pops right up. Oh, my fucking goodness. Yeah. It uh, For those of you who are listening to the podcast, I'm obviously going to put this up here, but um, essentially it looks like a New York subway station mixed yeah. with a couple other New York subway stations. It's a giant spider web. And yeah. last I checked, there was well over 1,600 points on that skill tree. How do you even uh, fucking choose? <laughs> each class starts somewhere around the center in like a pretty big ring. Uh, and total, like maxed out, you'll only have like 120 skill points. Okay. So there's a huge variety in the type of build you can do. And once you get familiar enough with the game, you can start to get really creative with what you're going for. And even though most of the time it won't work and the game will slap you around with how bad some of your ideas are, Mm -hmm. like it's not an easy game. Uh, I have, God, this is a bad number. I have 2,844 hours played. Why is that so bad? Because I'm approaching 3,000 hours. Well, I mean, uh, that's 47, 47 and a half days, you know? Yeah, but I mean, it's, you know, in uh, know. probably the last four years or so. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. That's that's wrong. You said 2,884 hours into 24 hours. That's 120 days. My bad. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, no. So. <laughs> well, like, I uh, I think I was at, like, 45 days with one of my games before. But now imagine me doing that across, like, four or five games. Like, I can't, I, I'm not, I can't hyper-focus on one. You know what I mean? Like, I'll sit there with, uh, I'll sit there with Fallout and hit, like, 20 hours in two days, right? And then it's yeah. like, all right, I got to jump onto something else. And then I put another 20 hours in, into two days on that game. So, I mean, yeah. I've, I I don't have numbers that like you, you know, right. I, I don't have those expert numbers. But, yeah, that's that's I awesome, mean, though. That means you like it, though. Oh, yeah, I, I absolutely love it. And part of me hates it at the same time. <laughs> uh, you know, I bang my head against the wall sometimes with that game. Uh, it's it's difficult to the point where like a hot like level 100 is the max level in the game. Mm. The farthest I've ever gotten is 96. Why is that? Why why can't you break 96? Um, well, for two reasons. Number one, uh, there are two modes in the game. One is standard, which is continuous. Like, the timeline never ends. Mm-hmm. And then there are the uh, leagues slash seasons, if you will. Uh, four times a year, they have a content expansion, like once every three months, mm. and all progress is reset for that. Ooh, okay. So in that three-month period, the highest I've ever gotten is 96. So and f- once those are over, all of your characters get rolled into standard, and usually that's just where they go to die uh, in my life. Like, I don't... 
I don't touch standard much. Um, I I actually like the reset in progress. Like I have something to chase every single time, and I also have the ability to just start off with a clean slate. Uh, the economy in the game is bonkers. Um, that's yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Uh, so you would like Rusk and Tarkov and stuff like that, where they do wipes every every so often. I actually haven't played either one. Um, I've been interested in Tarkov, actually. But uh, it depends on the game, because some games... Some games I'm just in it to try to do every single thing I can, and mm. like I don't need a wipe. Like I, Skyrim, for yeah. instance. I, I did everything on in that game when I had it on 360. Mm. Uh, same with Oblivion. Um... But sometimes with a game like this, for the most part, the content isn't a drastic change. It's just like one more thing added on to the end. So every single league, I'd say about 90% of the content you're doing is the exact same. So you have to make it interesting by trying something new. Which is exactly why I'm trying to play as a Jedi right now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is how you end up with a lightsaber going around shanking people. I uh, it's funny because I I did I put out part one on my YouTube channel uh, already because okay. uh, I was just like I was I was gonna do a whole thing where uh, there's a guy by the name of uh, Paul. He uh, he's got a YouTube channel called Mitten Squad where basically he's from Michigan and he runs around trying to beat Fallout Four and Three and like New Vegas and a bunch of other games in different ways, right? Right. And uh, it he's kind of what brought me onto it and it was uh, i was gonna put out a whole video like he does but it was like i'm probably not gonna get back into this for a little while and i realized about six hours in that i had already fucked up which was pretty awesome um what were you trying to do so with the lightsaber build the skill that you need is science science is an intelligence well i was gonna be a because i got the idea to be a, a big brute charismatic character like, my charisma's 10, my strength is 10, and then I think my luck was 4, so I could get the idiot savant perk and just level up real fast doing dumb stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I realized that uh, I needed to steal a lightsaber from a guy. It, you know, like, I couldn't build one because I, I was, like, level 1, and I'm not going to find it in Diamond City right away. So I right. ran out to go get, grab it from uh, Virgil in the Glowing Sea. So I stole it from him, made it out of there. And then I was looking, and I think I was like level six or seven, and I finally ranked up. And I was like, "Oh, I should probably check before I, you know, add these three skill points into what I need to do." And it's like, "Oh, you need science for this," and I'm not even close to unlocking science yet at all. Like, I need another ten levels to unlock science. It's like, well, yep. <laughs> I was like, "All right, so I can either a ethically cheat here or b totally restart." So I ethically yeah. cheated. Well, you know, I like that term. Eth- well, ethically cheat. <laughs> When I say ethically cheat, what I did was I erased everything I had. I I basically restarted my character, redistributed all my points up into the point where I was at. So it it was like I had restarted the game, but didn't technically restart, but I didn't give myself any advantage. Yeah, exactly. Saving time while not gaining progress or anything. Yeah. It was so disappointing. I just... Oh, I believe... (laughs) I deleted the video, but you could just see the look on my face just putting two and two together, and it was like, motherfucker. Oh, definitely, six, definitely. Six hours in, and I just can't, man. Ah, oh, damn it. <clears throat> well, I, I remember back in 
I want to say like 2014, 2015, when Path of Exile was in like open beta. Yeah. You could level up skill gems higher than your stats. Okay. So you couldn't use them. Interesting. So you'd have a main skill, and if you just hit level up on it, it would become completely unusable until you level up again. All right. And I I broke, like, my first build doing that. I was just like, wait, so, like, this is what this game is? Like, <laughs> I have to think about things this much? Like, they completely changed that now, and they have a whole system for, like, de-leveling skills and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, it was... Yeah, I I definitely know the feeling of just uh, completely respecting something in, in the middle of in the middle yeah. of a game, rather than starting over. So uh, the the final the final game question I, I do want to ask here because I know we went on a little tangent there. Why are yeah. you worried about Battlefield twenty forty two? Like, what about twenty forty two worries you? Um, I mean, part part of it again is uh, the lack of campaign. Like I'm not going to say it's a big thing because that's not why I played Battlefield games. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I know some people do. I know there's the general like value proposition of campaign and multiplayer. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's part of it. Another part of it is it's coming out during a time where, I mean, it's gonna, it's going to be Call of Duty and Halo. Yeah. You know? Like, at, at the same time. Uh, and also, Warzone and Halo multiplayer are going to be free-to-play while this is going to be behind a $60 paywall. Um, I thought Hardzone was not. Oh, isn't it? Yeah, okay. I, I was almost... Uh, but Hardzone is their, uh, Hardzone sounds like their take on Tarkov. Right. Um, okay. But yeah, I know that... From because I've been keeping up hardcore on it. Um, the the building of port uh, the port it's either Hardzone or Portal is going to be free. One okay. of the two is yeah. One of the two is going to be free. Portal looks nuts. Portal does look nuts. Uh, you know when I when I played Battlefield three and Battlefield four, this was around the time when. What was that other one called? What was that old school? Uh, the the it was another. It was another first person shooter that was very very big. Medal of Honor. Uh, Medal of Honor. Yeah. yeah. This was when Medal of Honor came out with, like, their Tier 1 operators, and they had a really good storyline. Like, I remember that right. story. And it was actually, I had, like, just came back from Iraq or something like that, and I think that's about the oh, time wow. it came out. And it was it was interesting because one of the missions kind of hit a little close to home where I could feel it. Because, you know, uh, I was living with a buddy of mine, so I threw in my headphones not to bother him and his kid and his wife. But, like, I, you know, I cranked the volume up, and they were getting mortared as they were running around along a ridgeline, which I didn't do any of that crazy shit. <laughs> but I, I didn't like you know i sat on the base right. like, like i sat on the base being a cop it, i didn't do anything special i really didn't but like getting mortared and then kind of putting yourself into the, the position of getting mortared on a hillside when you're running after you just got healer dropped in can kind of put you in, you know you can kind of put yourself in the, in the place and that's what i liked about the battlefield series is that you could sure. dive into that into that into that uh space and i am a little worried as you are, as you're talking about it, you know, the, the storyline was the mainstay of why people played Battlefield. But then again, the Renazook is the reason why a lot of people played Battlefield to begin with, you know, the huge multiplayer. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm worried about Hard Zone because they're saying it's not Battle Royale. It doesn't look like a Battle Royale, but you take a look at what Tarkov is and Tarkov isn't a Battle Royale. It's not. 
but people right. turn it into a battle royale. You yeah. know, you see somebody, you just immediately shoot, and it's like, it's not AI. You know, like, you can tell the difference between the AI characters and the non-AI characters, but you still want to kill the other guy, and it's just like... Right. I like PvP, but sometimes yeah. I just want to team up with a buddy and go against some dumbass AIs and slaughter them. <laughs> right. You know? And that's why I'm bummed about the Halo campaign co-op. Yeah. It's just like, sometimes that's all I want to do. The the war have you played the the special operations on Warzone like the Warzone spec ops and stuff like that? I have not actually. Uh, all I've I played through the campaign once. Mm -hmm. I I actually hated uh, Modern Warfare's multiplayer. Really? Yeah, I couldn't stand it. Um, and I don't, War Warzone still kind of bugs me sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, I in a friends group group chat i have uh i i'm the one who considers it more like talking on the phone with friends yeah like yeah you know so yeah. uh, we get a few of us together and play it's fun but sometimes i just cannot stand that game oh i feel uh, it it i'm i'm the opposite i i like multiplayer more than i i'd like the war zone I think I, I think it's also because I'm not a fan of having to dump half a mag into somebody, you know. And right. then, you know, I don't want to have to put 15, 20 shots into you. I'm more of a hardcore person where if I hit you in the face, you're done. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of the opposite. Uh, <laughs> growing up on Doom and Halo, it's like I I appreciate the good like give me two seconds of shooting at someone, then let me come and punch you in the face. Well, dude, I I grew up bat. Uh, borderlands you know i've played through the whole borderlands series so i know all right. about, i know all about sponges so yeah but um i i appreciate being able to react uh when i'm getting shot at and that even right now i feel like the time to kill in Warzone is just a hair too low mm -hmm. for my taste like they've been slowly extending it out this year um except for the few times that there are broken guns that were just, yeah, that was the time I had to walk <laughs> away from the game. Like when, when it's a quarter second time to kill someone, like yeah. you can't even react in that. Like I'm, I'm not young anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I, I play, you play with some of these dumb kids and you're just like, uh, uh, with my ex-girlfriend, uh, I talked about this in a, in a, some earlier, earlier podcasts. Um, I had never won a four. I'd never run a battle Royale period. I right. went to go visit my ex-girlfriend down to where she lived. I brought my PC uh, and her daughter was like, hey, why don't you download Fortnite? We'll play tonight when I get back. I was like, all right. Downloaded it. First three games, three Battle Royale wins. She was, she hadn't even hit 16 yet. And I was just huh. like, this is fucking dope. I was like, this is amazing. I was like, yeah, let's do that feels again. Good. <laughs> She's like, I'm bored. Let's do this other thing. And then I played against her and her little buddies. Oh, I got my ass kicked. Just got wiped. <laughs> oh, just smoked. Like, I'm coming out of a tunnel. I'm like, hey, guys. And I get, you know, sniped in the face. And it's like, all right. That was kind of fun. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. Yeah, how do you. What's up? Slightly Sorry. nervous about uh, Battlefield is that they said that instead of uh, waiting for lobbies to be filled, they're going to populate it with bots in yeah. some of the bigger player count games. I don't think that's going to be a problem, though. Yeah, I, I hope it's not. I don't. I mean, I don't. You know, at, at least for a little bit. I guess my my main concern isn't whether the game is going to be good or not. I think it's it looks like it's going to be a decent game. Oh yeah. I, I 
was the last one I played? I played Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5. Um, and uh, one with the number, not the original one. No, no. Um, I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think many people remember the OG Battlefield that are yeah, listening to this podcast. I it. Um, and I feel like the problem with that is, like, does the game have legs? Like, will it, will it be popular six months from now? I have a feeling it's going to be popular. I have a feeling that the bots are not going to be a problem. Uh, especially within the next, so. yeah, I don't, I don't think it, it's going to be a problem just simply because people with portal are going to, I think portals become a, is going to be way more popular than they anticipate because if the bot thing is happening where we can totally tell we're playing against bots and not people, uh, like, you know, not, uh, cause if we can't tell their bots, then they're doing their job. But if we yeah. can kind of tell we're playing against bots, I think portal is going to become even more popular because they're going to set up those lobbies where it's like. There are no bots in our lobbies, and a lot of people are going to run those those portal servers, and those portal servers are going to be more popular, and right. it might be something to where they go, okay, this is now an offline part of the game instead of this right. is more an online part. So I think it has promise. Um, I don't have as much faith as I used to in Battlefield because of Battlefield 1 and 5. I'm not a fan of uh, World War II stuff. I'm not a fan of the way they did that. But I thought one was all right. Yeah, I mean, one one had a pretty good shotgun. Yeah, one was good. <laughs> one I I will give one. It had a, a great thing. But I just when I go back in time, like I'm used to red dots. You give me an iron sight, I can't hit shit. Oh no, um, I'm not looking forward to the new Call of Duty at all. <laughs> yeah, like, I just and they're putting red dots in all over World War Two now, which is yeah. uh like okay. <laughs> I mean, there like the fun part was it was it was experimental. It was very experimental, you know, yeah. back in the game where maybe one or two guys had a red dot, you know, or one or two one or two guys had a scope. But now it's like every gun, you know, like if you're gonna do World War Two, like I feel like you you should do it hardcore. But if you go hardcore, not a lot of people are gonna stick around for it. They're gonna realize it's it's very hardcore and you're gonna hit very niche. And you can't be niche in a game unless you know as a big double A or trip the big triple A title. Yeah, I just can't. Yeah, it's. I mean, it was the same thing with uh, Battlefield One for a bit, where it's just like, all right, like you can have all these bolt action guns, and like that's fine. And then it's like, but where's the where are the full autos at? You yeah, know, you know, like, where's where's the the Thompsons? Where's the yeah. you know the the you know the MP40s? You, you just a lot of people are 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 you're gonna have an audience for it, but yeah. that audience is not big enough for what you're looking for. Where's my giant drum so that I can just run around hip firing in a room full of people? But yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm weird about the new call it Vanguard for the new Vanguard. Call of Duty. I, I I'm not I paying know. attention to it. I yeah. I heard Vanguard, I saw Soviet Russian, and I was just like, I'm done. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, you know, like how'd Call of Duty World War Two end up? Like, in the grand scheme of things, it's probably one of the more forgettable ones at this point. Like, the campaign was fun as shit, though. It was. It was good. Yeah. Like, again, high production values. Like, a, amazingly well-done campaign. But the multiplayer is just like... I don't think they can recreate the success they had with World at War. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of like a once maybe every 10 years 
DLC you can do something pack. like that. Yeah, exactly. DLC. But it's like that's come and gone. You have people that look back at it with you know a nice little nostalgia trip. <laughs> but I, outside of that, I'm like we've shooters have evolved in general. Oh yeah. And I don't even. I mean, Warzone has bolt action rifles. Oh yeah. Like most most shooters still do. And it's like there's a place for them, but it doesn't have to be back in time. Like we can still have both. Yeah. It's like if it's about the guns, just throw the guns in. Like give give it modern times. Like let let me see a building. Let me see a house. <laughs> yeah, it, you know you 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 make a great point. Like the Thompson Thompson submachine guns are still around. The Car ninety eight. I had a Mosin the Gaunt like ten years ago. And I, I loved the thing. It was great. It bruised my shoulder every time I shot it. But the, it's they're still around. They're still well made. Like you could like they're even used by modern day militaries because they're that good. Right. You know, uh, hell, all your snipers are bolt action sniper rifles. You know, yeah. That just speaks to how well that platform is. You can still have that shit in today's day and age. Just yeah, exactly. Don't dedicate a whole series to it. Please don't. Yeah, and like I. I feel like unless you're coming out with, like, a genuinely compelling, like, personal story mm-hmm. set in World War II, like, some, even if it's completely made up, just, like, an interesting story that's not the typical, like, here's Normandy, here's yeah. people blowing up yeah. tanks with stickies, like. You can only tell the same story yeah. uh, enough times until you have to come up with something brand new. Yeah, like. World War II games need to stop trying to be Saving Private Ryan. That's a really damn good analogy. That is a really good analogy. Because we got we got Saving Private Ryan, then we got the one Medal of Honor game, mm-hmm. and then we got a few other games scattered around. It's like, there was a period of time where all shooters were World War II. Like, we've already gone through that phase. Like, let's just... It, it's okay to leave that behind. Yeah. And I think Call of Duty actually, when when Call of Duty World War Two came out, and it it was a big smash hit, but then every Call of Duty game is a big smash hit because everyone yeah, wants to play exactly. the brand new one. Everybody started reaching out and said, "We need to do we need to do World War Two." And for the next what was it three four years, everything was World War Two. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> even even a bad performing Call of Duty game is still like twelve million copies. Yeah. And I mean, look at look at look at the massive hype around the new Halo, the massive hype around Battlefield 2042. Everyone is so excited to go back to modern day, you know, modern day uh, guns and shit like that. Yeah, it's like and then now Call of Duty is like, let's go back. And it's like, you just know, do you not see the way the game is going? Like, come on, man. It's like they went too far into the future and the, you know, quote, reaction was boots on the ground from everyone. Yeah. And now, now we don't have jetpacks anymore. Uh, thankfully, that was trap. too fast for my crusty old self. Uh, I, I don't. I I was raised on the original Doom in DOS. Like you couldn't look up, man. I'm not looking up in half the shooters I play. I I, I remember when I think it was uh, Black Ops One was an interesting story. Like I, I gave Black Ops One a chance, and I think I tried Black Ops Two, and was like, "This is dumb." I was like, "Nope, I'm not this yeah. future nonsense." And then all of a sudden, Black Ops Four, and I'm like, "Jesus!" Like, how do they? Like, why? Like, what's the? 
I don't even remember what Black Ops was the last one I played. Uh, I I totally forgot there were four of them. Um, Zombies I played one. Was Kevin Spacey in one? I think that was three where they had a lot of the, the high-profile people as the zombies. Okay. And then they had... Oh, no, it's Kevin Spacey. Oh, no, was Kevin Spacey was in a future one. Yeah, he was the president, and I think it was three. Was that... Okay. And then there was one with uh, the guy from Law & Order. Was that four? I don't... I, you may be right. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> All I, all I remember is I played through the campaign of three because I was like, I'll give this a, a tiny little shot because I saw the trailer with Kevin Spacey as the president. I was like, that looks kind of cool. So I yeah. rented it, tried it, and I was just like, no, this is yeah. this is like so advanced in the future. Like they're just reaching. The second word when you're uh, throwing paper airplanes and they seek people out and blow them up in multiplayer, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like I'm done. It's it's too easy to get kills at that point. Yeah, give give me a little something to work for. Yeah, the one thing that I wish Call of Duty would do is back off on some of the crazy fucking skins that they have. I kind of love them. I <laughs> running around I, seeing what's his nuts. It's yeah, Bruce Willis. Well, not okay. Bruce Willis and Rambo are totally Rambo. <laughs> no, I'm talking about that stupid fucking clown. That... Oh, the clown from Saw? Yeah, the Saw clown. I, like, I yeah. remember I saw him. Like, I saw him on the map. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, was, like, like oh, I, I don't know. I I get why you wouldn't like it, but at yeah. the same time, like, if I'm playing Warzone and I can be an anime cat lady, like, <laughs> it's it's dumb enough for me to love it. Like I mean, it, that's almost like playing a hard mode because you got somebody like uh, you know the rose skin or you know uh, like some of the some of the other people that you play as, and like you you you're looking across the map. Who are you gonna spot first? You know, yeah. you're gonna spot the cat lady. You're gonna be like, I had the lady with like the the cat print pants. I hate that it. Was, the... It was so dumb, but I had to have it. <laughs> I remember I remember trying to work towards unlocking it, and I was like, why is she just in spandex workout gear? Like, everybody else has got yep. this cool bomb-ass setup, and she's just, like, in workout gear. And it's like, I know where you're going with this, Infinity. Like, I know where you're going with this, guys, but, like, you don't need to have a hyper-sexualized character. You don't. You don't. Em embrace the stupid, though. I I'm gonna embrace this. Well, dude, it's the, okay. <laughs> the Russian dude in his sweatpants and the bandolier. Yep. You know, I was right. like, <laughs> I was like, all right, fair enough. Someone in a scuba outfit. You can't even swim in the game. It's perfect. <laughs> I know. It doesn't make sense, but just you know, put it in there. Yeah, you're jumping it's... out of an airplane with uh, rebreather equipment. That total yeah, sense. But I mean... It's kind of that way in all, like, live service games. Like, eventually, it all comes down to cartoon characters and anime skins. Like, yeah. even in Fortnite, like, you can be Will Smith versus Ariana Grande now. <laughs> did you <laughs> like, did you hear about their, uh, their Martin Luther King tribute that they oh, did? God. Um, yeah, that's a bad idea. It's... It's just it. So it's not as bad as you think it is. It's not. Yeah. I, I, read, I, mean, I read the article on it. It's all right. I like the idea behind it and the tribute and the fact that they like got permission from the estate and whatnot. Like that's 
fine. And it's one of those things where it's like, I get it. But also at the same time, like, I don't need to see someone doing the Carlton dance in front of the I Have a Dream speech. Like, you saw that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just like, that's not something we need in this world. Like, they're. <laughs> I don't have a solution, but I know that that is a problem. I like uh, it's. I, I don't know. It's like people taking selfies in graveyards. Like it's just kind of like. I mean, good for you for trying. You know, good for yeah. you for trying. But just, I, there, there's a taste aspect of it. I'm just like that. It's not leaving a good taste in my mouth. I read the article. I got like I got excited about it. I was like, "Cool! Like they're gonna deactivate, you know, the taunts. They're gonna deactivate this, deactivate that. Like great!" And then literally, I finished recording, uploaded everything, edited, threw it all up. Woke up the next day, right on YouTube, MLK, some dude floss, you know, a uh, Rick from Rick and Morty flossing right at the end yep. of the pool. And I was like, just "All right, like, what are we doing?" I was like, "That's <laughs> it. Game fucking over." Like you had an idea, and it's it's all right. Nope, this I don't peak humanity, and this is what all of the years of bad internet have gotten us just gonna have rick from rick and morty flossing as mlk does his talk suffered through dial-up and aol and 500 pings and now we have this i I love it so much you want to you want to dive into the rest of humanity and answer some dumb people's questions here always good that was a great transition (laughs) So I have I have a really strange one here, which like this to me, I, it's very it's very short. Um, this is pedophile and friend, so we're hitting it off right away. My friend is 16 and is dating a 26 year old male. I'm incredibly worried for them, and I want to report this to somewhere. I know only the guy's first name and where he works. What can I do? That's the uh, question. Yeah, that would be uh, probably what we call uh, grooming a minor, which is absolutely not okay. No. Uh, it's, mmm. I, I love how they go online to ask this question, and it's not like, reach out to your parents. Like, tell your parents. Yeah, well, right. Your parents will tell their parents, and their parent, and if their parents yeah. know, shame on their parents. But, like... Does the friend's parents know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's That's step one, you know, like... Reporting might be a good idea, but also, like, at the very least, know your state's laws. Uh, that can be part of it. Um, you know, you take a metal baseball bat, you go visit them, you scream, <laughs> don't take my purse, that's my purse, and then all of a sudden, self-defense, and you're good to go. Yeah, but, well, yes, that's exactly <laughs> how self-defense works. But, uh, no, it's, um, yeah, in my personal opinion, like, that age gap is... You're going to get a glare from me yeah. uh, every single time. Um, it's uh, probably a sign of uh, some immaturity in the guy. <laughs> I, uh, at, I, at the very least. I've always I've always found like age gaps that big. I'm just like, what's? why can't you get anyone your own age? A 10-year age gap does not become weird until she's like 25. That's, that's like, I, I think I was 27. Because I, I know I got out of the military uh, after my six-year stint. And I think I was like 28, 29. And I was dating like a 20, 21-year-old. And I realized real quick, real fast, how weird shit can be. Oh, and, yeah. Like, my life experiences were far above. Like, she would talk about something. And I'm just like, that's solvable real easy, you know? And yeah. it's a massive drama thing to her. 
So I was like, mm, mm, let's shy away. That lasted for about five, six months. So Yeah, but like 10 years, when you're teen, like that might as well be her parent. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like that's that's like no another five years and they'd be old enough to be her parent. You know, like that's I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad. Uh, yeah. This next one here is actually a pretty solid one. I'm, I'm very curious what you have to say. Uh, Boyfriend wants my sugar daddy's money. It's actually how she wrote it. Uh, so this sounds weird uh, from my Heretha. Uh, yesterday I was messaged by a guy offering me uh, to be my sugar daddy and pay me five grand a month just to talk to him. Nothing sexual. Uh, I broke, uh, I'm broke and about to be kicked out of my current housing situation. So of course I was like, yeah. However, my boyfriend who was sitting next to me at the time and okayed every message that I sent then told me that I was only allowed to get into the situation, uh, I'm adding that because she left it out, if I paid him half the money every month. Uh, my boyfriend is very well off, lives with his parents who spoil him, who doesn't uh, work and doesn't want to move out. My issue is that I really need the money at the moment and I feel weird paying, for my, boy pay paying my boyfriend to let me do this and I don't even know if the guy's real. What should I do? Uh, break up with your boyfriend. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. If, if you need money and someone is offering you 60K a year to talk to them, and you are totally, if you are two consenting adults and this is absolutely fine with you, you do not owe your boyfriend anything. He's either fine with it or he's not. If it's a deal breaker, you either stop doing it or you break up. I have I, I have a really good solution that involves what you're talking about. You, you bring up a, a very awesome point. Uh, if he's well off and refuses to move out and he makes substantial money off of his parents, tell him yeah. to start paying your shit. Yeah, exactly. If, if you don't pay my shit, I'm going to go with him. And if you don't yeah. like it, you can fuck right off. What does he need to grant to over 2500 a month for if he lives with his parents? Like, yeah. It, if, yeah, if, I, if I lived with somebody and didn't have to pay a rent, my rent money would go to the bills and everything else that I needed to pay. You yeah, know? right? So, I would be... I would have a <laughs> lot less debt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just... I, I found that... I was like... How, like Some of the... You know, it's weird because some of these questions are just like ridiculous. No, that's, that's quite a reach. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would ever be in a position like that like i mean i i'm i'm married uh yeah. i've never been in a position where i'd be like you owe me this like that's that's not how relationships work <laughs> yeah uh, no you are you are not entitled to someone else's money unless it's uh <laughs> deemed by the court in a divorce <laughs> proceeding like no, uh, two people bring things to the relationship, and uh, the dynamic should be healthy. It should not be necessarily like that quid pro quo. Yeah. The one and only time I told my girlfriend she owed me money was when she promised to pay for half of a trip that we were going to go on. Um, I was picking her up from New Mexico, you know, from an okay. internship that she had. And uh, she's like, hey, if you come pick me up, I'll pay for half the trip. And I. I filled up, you know, I paid for the vast majority of the trip where I was like, you got the next two tanks, right? She's like, oh, that's right. I totally forgot. So, yeah, yeah. you know, that's yeah. the only time I've ever asked a girl uh, for money. It's something you establish going into it. Yeah. You know, uh, and that's also a, I guess, a mutual understanding, not necessarily a demand, you know, mm -hmm. like a, a demand after the fact has a lot more 
severity of entitlement, I guess is the best way to say it. Like it's not really something I run into, uh, but something about that relationship dynamic sounds unhealthy to me. Yeah. I, I, I feel like, uh, that, that's the, uh, the, the giga Chad, <laughs> you know? Yeah. The, yeah. That, that, that whole yeah. situation, but I'm not but also like at the very least, be proud of your partner, lift your partner up. Yeah. You know, they're making money. Good on them. May, maybe they'll take you out to dinner. Dude, if, if but my... you know they don't have to because that's their money and you guys aren't married. I, I have a few, the the one thing that that weirds me out is that she's like, oh, he said it, nothing sexual right away. Give it a, give it a month, give it a month, you know. Yeah. You know, get... I'd be interested to see. I I want to follow up. <laughs> I I want to know where this goes like six months. From now. Yeah. All right, so the next one is a really long one, but they have a TLDR, and I'm going to use the TLDR as an excuse not to read the whole thing. I reported my roommate for identity theft. She's an international student and might get deported. Am I doing the right thing? TLDR, my roommate charged a 2500 MPB laptop to my credit uh, card without my knowledge and permission. She refuses to pay me back. I filed the police report and sent uh, to my credit card company. But this puts her student visa at risk. Am I doing anything wrong? What is 250 MBP? 2,500. Oh, it's a MacBook Pro. I thought that was a form of currency, not an actual oh, laptop. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. $2,500 yeah. <laughs> MacBook Pro. All right, there we go. Um... Yeah, that's not okay. No. Yeah, okay, so yeah. Two and a half thousand dollar fucking laptop to your credit card. Yeah, no, that's uh, at the very least, credit card fraud. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's not okay. Uh, it's probably some uh, higher charge in some states if it's over X amount of dollars. Like, I think it's a grand in a lot of states. If it's over a thousand dollars, it's technically a class F felony. Yeah, uh, I think that uh, you are totally fine. <laughs> report away i yeah we would be having some strong words <laughs> and uh yeah you know a chair might get thrown who knows yeah. uh, i used to work in the student loan industry and uh oh, i'm sorry no i loved it i loved it <laughs> really? I, it was, yeah it was great i well i helped what? out a lot of people i got to so oh, okay oh, God. yeah the sorry. first the first three years sucked i will come out and say that the first three years sucked but then at the third year they're like hey jared do you want to be a supervisor and i was like what do i get to do as a supervisor they're like all that shit you've been wanting to do you get to do it and i was like great and that's when i legitimately like started helping people out like for real like that's okay, where i okay, okay. you know I, I can respect you weren't just like collections <laughs> yeah it, it wasn't just pay well the first three years wasn't just pay us our shit you know we help people out but uh, there's, there's only so much that you can do, but then when you're a supervisor, you can really take it that next step. And like, I would have conversations that I just couldn't have as a regular person. Cause I wasn't deemed qualified enough, but like, I mean, there were people that I, I absolutely helped get their debt cleared. I, you know, I helped clear up a whole bunch of stuff. I I legitimately got in depth and helped people. But one of the worst parts of it was when parents would come to me about a parent plus loan that their kid had taken out in their name. And the only way to get that parent plus removed is if you report your child for fraud 
And you would not believe the amount of times I would have this conversation. Well, ma'am, you have to report your son for fraud. Otherwise, it's a legal loan. I ain't paying you shit. Jeez, I didn't even think of that. That's, uh... Oh. And the amount of parents that say, I am not doing that. And I go, ma'am, then we are going to have to come after you with with all the might of the U.S. Department of Education. Well, no, my son did this. And it's like, you have to choose. Either report them or take care of business. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'd be having a very uh, stern talking with the child. Uh, and that would probably mess the relationship up for a little bit of time. It uh, it was never pretty, but yeah, like yeah, that's one of those things that it's uh, <laughs> there. There's lines you don't cross, and I feel like messing with other people's credit is at least in this country one of those things that can like absolutely ruin someone for at very least 10 years if not forever especially with student loans yeah i um i finally was able to take out my first loan after like 15 years i've always had bad credit i've always paid with cash for everything ah yeah i never i i I did for a while yeah um i had a, a credit card when i was 18 that was a dumb idea yeah i don't uh you funny God, like, when should a cell phone be given? We need to have a talk about money, not cell phones. Like, that, I can't believe money's <laughs> not a big thing, you know, in this country. Like, uh, yeah. so many people advocate for, like, uh, finance classes. We need finance classes. More oh, absolutely. We need finance classes. We need uh, labor and tax law classes. Mm-hmm. That, that shit needs to be, get taught, like, immediately. There, I yeah. can't believe the, the, the stupidity of some of the youth today with money is, is ridiculous. Yeah. Like... Doing your own taxes should be a course in high school. I did them for the first time last year. Oh, really? Yeah, it was, uh, well, I, because when I was in the military, I usually didn't have time to do it. Like, usually I was deployed around That's, that time. Or that seems it. reasonable and fair. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> you mean, have other things to do. When you're working a 12-hour shift and you still have to work out like two hours a day, you kind of dwindle with your time. And it was nice because I could go to the Liberty Tax down in Rapid City, South Dakota, be like, here's my name, here's my information. They're like, oh, well, uh, we'll give you a call in like an hour. And I was like, just don't. Just process it and send it through. Yeah. Here's my debit card. Charge me. You know, it was great. But yeah, I didn't, uh, I just, I, one of my friends was like, just do it online. Turbo, I, I forget what it was, but I qualified for a whole bunch of stuff. And I was like, holy shit, this is easy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you just, what does yeah, line did, 12 say? I did my taxes on paper for, I mean, I've Jesus. had a job since I was... 14 15 um so i did them on paper probably until the mid to late 2000s damn dude that's... Uh, and then after that i've just been using whatever tax service is the cheapest like yeah i, I... I mean w- once it became online like that was that was great you know yeah. it, having to go through all the brackets and stuff physically like <laughs> was was a huge pain I, lo- um, I loved it. I love the the one that the IRS told me about. They're like, "What's box twelve? Box twelve says that. Put that in there." Okay. It, yeah. Right. It walks you right. There. You you can't you can't not mess it up. Yeah. Yeah. Back in my day, you had to flip a few pages. <laughs> I yeah. I remember the I remember the first few times I actually did taxes. I was like, I was like that. I'm gonna pay somebody to do this. Hundred percent. Oh gonna yeah. Make somebody pay to do this. Um, yeah, we, uh, we bought a house, got married, nice. had a kid now, and it's just like, <laughs> we might have to start looking into having someone do our taxes, because some of this stuff, I'm like, do I 
do I check this box? Nice. All right, so I got to ask, what's uh, there was an Ask Reddit a couple days ago that says, what's the most disturbing thing you know? And uh, I'm curious, what's... Uh, I mean, some, some of these are really dark, because, like, you know, these are people that, like, work for shit, but, like, what's a disturbing thing that you know? <laughs> I guess. I don't, I don't know. I can't think of that on the spot. <laughs> uh, ducks are evil, I guess. Ducks and dolphins are like super oh, evil. Ducks are great. Leave ducks alone. Well, <laughs> a lot of duck pregnancies happen because of a very bad thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, they're you know, I, I think ducks are cute. Ducks are cute. Outside of that, I think most birds are gigantic assholes. Uh, speaking of, yeah. <laughs> How oh, are your yeah. birds? Oh, they're great. Uh, they're in their hidey hole, taking a. As soon as the sun sets at like six thirty-seven, they they crawl into their little hidey hole and go away. Are they nicer than ducks? Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> they're 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 on par with geese. They're assholes. Geese, man. We uh, we have a couple spots around town where they like to land, and it's like right in the middle of like everybody's foot traffic, like where people go right. for walks and stuff. It, it's so bad during the summer, and then when they have their little their little goslings, oh heaven for fucking bid! Just parts oh, of yeah. parts of my town are just off limits because of them. You know, you're just like, all right, nope. Yeah, there's a lake like two blocks away from here, and you know, we'll go on a walk around the lake, and when the geese are there, you just stand your ground, hiss back at them, <laughs> give them a little stutter step, <laughs> hope they back off. I actually took Helios out today for a walk in the woods. Um, I actually took him out today. I finally decided to go for a walk. I try to socialize him because, like, if you okay. if you were to come over to my apartment, he would attack you. It's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. Uh, he has to get cocky enough because he's yeah. he's twenty one, so like he's yeah. old. He doesn't really like okay. to fly. He's not a strong flyer. But when yeah. he gets the balls to attack you, he goes full force, and it's just it's insane because <laughs> like you can see the fire in his eyes build. And oh, like, I, I, I can kind of watch and go, okay, I know when he's going to attack. And it, yeah, it's so I I've never to... been attacked by a bird. I don't know what I would do. Yep. Everyone puts their head down like that. I just that sounds about right. Everyone just kind of does that. I've, I've been in a room with a bat before. I bet I would react the same. No, I had a tennis racket when that happened. <laughs> you and I were a little different. I grabbed a fishing net and some gloves and caught it and put it outside. Ah. Uh. I mean, I I didn't hit it with the tennis racket. I just had it in my hand. <laughs> but then again, I'm the kind of guy where, like, uh, when I was working for the Student Loan Center, there was, a, there was a spider that, I guess, somehow came into the building and was crawling across one of the girls' desks, picked it up, and put it outside. That's just... You know, they're not bothering anybody outside of just being there. Shit, I've got, like, three or four that live in this house. I love them to death. Keep it uh, keep it spider and wasp and... Or not spider. They keep it wasp and, 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 and everything else free. I live near kind of a marshy area. It gets a little weird with mosquitoes every so often. But I'll hear one at night, come wake up the next day. Nope, it's gone. You know, I love it. I love having the spiders in my house. They're great. They're the best non-pet pets that I have. <laughs> I'm still trying to think of something disturbing, I know. I don't Nothing's... What's your answer? Uh, the most disturbing thing that I would have to say is uh, that dolphins, like, they just fuck with everything. You know, like oh yeah, with, I heard with that pu with pufferfish. Like, 
they 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 rally around a puffer fish they you know they get all high off of it you know they basically form gangs and then they go out and do gang shit you know they they gang they uh oh what is that, what god, is that called? Sucks. <laughs> they they oh god they, they do gang shit in the ocean you know like it's just they don't have guns just groups of adolescent assholes doing adolescent asshole things if laws and you know shit didn't apply to them so doing hood rat stuff with their friends yeah i don't know it, you don't you don't have to come up with anything although i i was gonna save this for later i was 100 percent gonna save this for later oh, God. but i wanted to read it because it, it was very interesting to me and i, I want to get somebody uh oh this, this is another good one that i think is very simple uh no, this is not the thing i want to talk about uh but says newly polyamorous girlfriend tells me she wants to see other guys uh, I'm going to keep it short. I've been dating her for three years. Today, she texted me that she was talking to a polyamorous male friend of hers, and she discovered that she's polyamorous, too. Now she wants to see other guys while still being in a relationship with me. I told her I support her, and I will always be there for her, but we can no longer be in a relationship or do anything if uh, she you know, if she wanted to be polyamorous. She didn't like the answer, uh, and I believe I did the right thing. Did I do it? Did I do the right thing? I mean, you know, spe speaking your truth is uh, generally the right thing. If you're mm -hmm. like, you're he's he's not saying don't do it. Yeah, he's just saying he can't be part of it. Mm -hmm. uh, that's uh, removing yourself from a situation that you're not happy in. Uh, that's uh, you know, if exclusivity is a need you need met. Um, by all means, like have have that need met elsewhere if it is not in this situation. Uh, that's part of how a relationship works. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I so uh, I'm glad he asked the our advice section because I went onto the polyamory subreddit for a, uh, a, a for an episode that I wanted to do. Okay, those are some toxic motherfuckers. I believe it. Yeah, like if if you don't, and it, it's funny because there's there's thousands of them on that subreddit. If you don't specifically cater to their one to that one person that's reading your post you're in the wrong and it's 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 amazing i was just like thank god like i wanted to be like thank god you didn't ask that anywhere else like yeah no if uh if somebody wants something that you're that you're not down for you're 100 percent free to bounce yeah exactly it's it's like any other suggestion they're like my new partner just started smoking and I don't like it. It's just like, all right, well then just be like, Hey, don't do that around me. And if they can't manage to not do that, then like, feel free to leave. Like, yeah, it's, uh, it's consent between two people. Like it's always that easy. Like if one person doesn't consent to the actions of the other, then you have a problem and it needs to be dealt with. Yeah. So this, uh, this gentleman wants to ask, uh, if he fucked up bad, this is actually a green text that I just literally found. Oh. <laughs> It's, it's green not, text, man. It's not bad. It's not. Some bad. of them get. Oh, no, I'm not ready too much. <laughs> I've I saved one that's really bad that I think I'm gonna talk about by myself. Oh. Um, but uh, this one, this one is actually pretty good. So he says, "Guys, I fucked up. This uh, I was this close to having a tomboy brown girlfriend, and she just fucking shut me down. Uh, and I guess he's uh, Cora from Airbender is is kind of the girl he's he's referring to having. You know what I mean?" Okay. Yeah. So, um, because like when he said tomboy brown girlfriend, I was like, bro, like that's a little, that's a little oddly specific. And then apparently, yeah, 
apparently Korra is kind of the, the gal that he's looking for. It's like, oh, okay, I get you there. Uh, so have a crush on a tomboy yeah. brown co-worker. Reminds me of the cartoon character Korra, picture-related. Spunky attitude, very aggressive, but playful if you try to mess with her. Always smiles, always uh, very hyper. We get along great. She's cool as heck, really into boyish stuff like skateboarding, wears Converse for fuck's sake, but she says it's for lifting after work, hiking, <laughs> exploring spooky houses, a goddamn samurai sword in the back of her car because she's scared of walking home alone. <laughs> exactly. All right. Hey, cool. Punches my arm. I make jokes, threats, and she always gets up in my face like, go ahead, drop me if you're so strong if I can bet. Friends yeah. tell me, dude, she wants it. You can't fuck this up. Uh, so I man up despite being a kissless virgin speg, spurg, I don't know what that word is, and ask her out. I, I had to do it. She says, you're really cool, Anon, but sorry, I don't feel that way about you. I hope we can still be friends. I reply, no thanks. I don't want to be friends. I would just be lying that I didn't have feelings for you and while we messed around at work, uh, so let's cut contact. Later in the day, my coworkers tell me that she, was very, she wasn't as uppity as she always is. Next couple of days, I see her try to joke around with me as always. I just sort of do a half-assed smile and walk, walk away, leaving her doing something silly which looks out of place to others. She comes up to me during lunch one day. Hey, Anon, mind if I sit here? Bought you your favorite hamburger from the store that we always get burgers from. It's your favorite. I tell her, no thanks. My lunch is over anyways. I was lying. So I get up and walk away. She sits there with her head down holding a hamburger for a while. Girl co-worker asked me why she was so sad. Apparently, she got out. She got up, and when I left, she had ran into her office and looked like she had been crying for a little while. How much did I fuck up? Ugh. I know it's a long one. I apologize. No, these 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 are uh, these kind of things are hard, but yeah. um, you know, at the same time, uh, dude made his feelings clear. Uh, they were turned down. Like you. You have to accept it, and uh, generally speaking, like you, it, it's still possible to be friends with someone mm -hmm. even after rejection. Uh, I, <laughs> it has happened plenty of times. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's just it's something you got to roll with. Um, God, I don't know what to say about like outside of that. Like I, I don't. I get the idea of it feeling like it's too much initially. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, over time, get in the mindset of you're back to friendship mm -hmm. and it, it can change. It it's can. not impossible. You know, like even if you love someone, you can fall out of love with someone. Like mm -hmm. these these things are totally possible and people do it all the time. So true. Uh, you know, and there's there's a difference between being attracted to someone and needing to be with them. Like yeah. it's okay to be attracted to people you're friends with. Like that's that's totally fine. But at the same time, like you need to accept the fact that it's not gonna work out. Yeah. And that, that can be the that can be something that's a lot that's very tough. I, I have I have that problem where a lot of the women that I know I am very attracted to the women that I know. And sometimes it can be a little overwhelming, which at the same time, um, I, I, I saw I saw kind of a thread that, that there were two threads that I saw uh, that kind of talked about it that, that really kind of hit on the head 
where one guy had tried to relate it to sex, but then the other guy just basically shut him down. He's like, no, he just wanted to date her. Like, he was in love with her. You know, and you can fall out of love. You know, the friends, the friendship zone is only a zone if you want to make it. But, you know, it, it's it's very hard to hang out with somebody that you have feelings for knowing that it's not reciprocated. And you can do it. It can be done. But at the same time, like, you got to wait till that shit falls off. Yeah. And I, I've been able to put myself in that. I, I've had myself in that situation a few times where, like, you know, like, hey, you're cute. I'd like to try something. Ah, I see you as a friend. All right, well, just don't expect me to hang out with you then for a while while I try to get over yeah. this, while I try to figure it out, you know, where I try to be okay with the friendship thing. Yeah, and, I, I feel like the response more than just being like, I can't talk to you ever again. It's yeah. just like, okay, like, I need some time to get my stuff sorted. Like, now, after the rejection, it becomes like an issue with my feelings. Yeah, And exactly. like, I need to come to terms with what's going on in my head because you're still the same, but I'm like now in a suddenly different spot. I, I, I don't know if he would because I wonder if if his quote was worded from how he actually said it or if it was maybe from a, a diluted memory because of it. But yeah, uh, he needs some time. And it, it's just I don't think he fucked up. Uh, you know, you do you until you're good. But at the same yeah. time, like you got to convey that shit. You really got to convey that stuff. So, yeah. And I mean, it was a coworker, right? Yeah, it was a coworker. That's the part that sucks. Uh, I mean, yeah, I've I've dated coworkers. Uh, it's the breakups suck. Shit show. <laughs> yeah, shit show. You know? uh, but you know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, even when it does work out. Um, but at the same time, like if you can get some distance in the workplace, like by all means, take it and yeah. uh, get that word out. You know, like just say you need some space. Like, hey. Yeah. Things are a little bit different for me right now. Um, you know, I hope it doesn't change things in the long run, but uh, it, it it will get better as long as you can cope with it. Yeah. I, I, I wish the guy luck. I hope that he can get back to it. But then again, I know how going back to somebody who was a friend then turned into a love interest then went back to a friend, how weird that shit can be. So, yeah. I'm excited for him. I, I, I hope there's a follow-up to it, but I know that a lot of those posts are about anonymous people, which is where the anon comes from. Um, right. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see what we'll see what happens. Although I do, I do really want to follow up on a couple of those other ones, but I know for a fact that they won't be around. The ask Reddit crap. The ask Reddit crap is always so weird because there's one that blows up and then you'll never hear about it again. Or like a yeah. lot of those, a lot of those accounts are simply just throwaways. Just throwaways oh, yeah. that people. I use. mean, some of the updates are good though. You yeah. you get some juicy ones every once in a while. I do have to ask. Uh, did you see the hot dog and epoxy? Was that where they they just sealed the hot dog and like an epoxy? Yep. Prism. Yep. Uh I haven't seen any updates on that. No. But I mean, just generally speaking, like it should just kind of stay how it is yeah. for the most part. It's always interesting. You could kind of like, I love how he updates us. Because speaking of the updates, I love how he updates us with a very high definition video oh, of it. God, let me see this thing. It's just, it's so gorgeous. Because like you can kind of tell that there's some small, minute changes. But at the same time, like, it's great because he's like, oh, here's the six-month update. Here's, like, a week update. And it's, yeah, it's nice. I love it. Absolutely love it. Let's see what this thing looks like. Yeah, that just... All right, yeah, that just looks like a hot dog. <laughs> yeah. You know? I love it. 
Oh, it's that's not how you spell epoxy. How'd you spell it? Uh, A-P-P-O-X-Y. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me shit, man. Don't give me shit. Come on. <laughs> dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll, dude, I, a lot of times I'll just be like, okay, Google, how do you spell this stupid word? So. Uh. No, it's okay. I I definitely ask how to spell things. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Last stream crashed, so here's a new stream. Come on. Ah, oh, the video is unavailable. It's private. You suck. 14 days ago. Really? The dude does a, an epoxy hot dog live stream where he just live streams a, a hot dog and epoxy? That's fucking... Sounds about right. Oh, yeah. The last was a 10-month update a little while ago. Yeah, I ago. saw the picture of that one. You but, can, you you can know, kind of... As long as you use the right epoxy, like it shouldn't really be that bad, at least on the surface. It looks a little shiny, like it looks like it's sweating a little bit. Yeah, it looks like I it's mean, uh, you know, it might have uh, shrunk a tiny bit, and that's like air pockets in there. Yeah, uh, I don't know why I know these things about epoxy. Uh, okay, so the used it enough, but um, uh, yeah, if like the surface retracted a tiny bit inside. Um, save that I mean hell the epoxy might yellow before the hot dog starts looking bad so well the the ketchup and mustard are looking pretty bad as it is the, the, they're looking pretty flat I'm looking yeah. pretty flat I gotta ask though uh, you pay attention to the uh, you do you pay attention to the NFL I close out your your thing um not so much not anymore. so much All right. I uh I had a my time has come and gone yeah <laughs> why do you say it's come and gone I decided in 1999 that I was going to be a Tampa Bay box fan okay why why did you do that <laughs> uh, I really liked the original NFL Blitz. And I picked random, like, three games in a row, and it came up the Bucks. All right. I was like, all right, all right, this this is my team now. Like, let's go. Uh, so, you know, just like, I've never... My brother played football. Uh, he went to college and played football. Like, he was very good. Yeah. Uh, so it's always just been kind of in my life, but I haven't been... Uh, I'm from Minnesota, dude. Yeah, like nah, I feel you. Following football is hard in this state. <laughs> I, I, I'm I used to hoping. being hurt, damn it. <laughs> but uh, after the Bucks won the Super Bowl in 2003, I was just like, you know what? I saw this team when no one was really talking about them, and in four years they won a Super Bowl. I'll take my win and just be done. And right. now I just. Like, I didn't really even root for them in the last Super Bowl. Is that the yeah. last one? Yeah. yeah, the last one. It's like, you know, that's that's not the team I grew up loving, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't have any loyalties in the NFL right now. I, I feel you. Uh, my stepdad put it best. He's like, uh, I no longer care for a lot of professional sports just simply because they, uh, they've taken the game out of the game and they've made it more political. And I, I feel that way, too, which is why... I stick to the NFL highlights. I just watch the highlight reels. I become, I know I become very, very biased in the highlight reels because I see the the good and the bad. You know, I don't see right. the in between. But yeah. like, 
Okay. I was hopeful when Cousins went to the Vikings. I was actually really excited. I'm excited to see how Goff does at the Lions. Like, that would be a really interesting. You know, I'd love to see Matt, Matt Stafford flourish with Los Angeles. Um, I was really hoping Brady would just, you know, take a dive in Tampa Bay just to show that it, he's not that good. But, nope, just totally He's so ridiculous. He dis- they dismantled the number one powerhouse offense. Yeah. Just, the- I... I, how? Tom how Brady's big. He's he's broken. Like nerf Tom Brady. Well, how do you take it the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs are blown 30, 40 points a game? Easy. Easy. Yeah, and then just shot him down. You three field goals, that's it. Go fuck yourself. Like how? Like I don't <laughs> good job. Yeah, I was actually yeah. like kind of mad about how that Super Bowl went down. It's just yeah. like I, I expected a show. I yeah, like even if it's a even if it's just a, a, a gunslinger, you know, event where it's just forty five to you know thirty five or whatever, like just g- give me an adventure. I don't need yeah, this shutout exactly. crap. Two powerhouse teams and one just can't do yeah, shit. I I did not come to this game that I don't really follow anymore to watch field goals. Yeah, no, stop that. <laughs> the only reason why I ask is because uh, Cam Newton got let go today. Yeah, I actually heard that. Uh, that that sucks. <laughs> I wasn't surprised. Yeah. Bill Belichick doesn't put up with shit. (laughs) Yeah, it sucks for him. Bill Belichick doesn't put up with anything, though. I love that guy. No, that man is cutthroat. Well, I mean, this was like the second time he had messed with the the COVID thing, and I guess like he wasn't performing as well as you thought he did, and so Belichick's like, dude, you're done. Yeah. Hear about Gardner Minshew, though? Oh, that's... uh... Yeah. That's that guy that stepped in and had like a couple just great games out of nowhere. Yeah, he did the, the uh, who was that? Uh, that was like he got the uh, mustache, uh, mustache and mullet. Yeah, he oh. drives a jacked up F three fifty. Well, who's that's a look, man? <laughs> yeah. Well, remember when the Packers put in? I think it was Matt Flynn, was it? Or who was it that had that game where he just shattered all the Packers records, got the deal with Seattle, and then turned out to be a bust? God, I don't remember. I but uh, yeah, I remember like but yeah, Minshew was doing good, but I don't know what was going on. Uh, apparently, he they didn't think he was doing right, so then they just traded Minshew, and I forget where he went. Like I literally read it like an hour ago, but yeah, he got traded. And uh, who was he playing for? He was playing for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars, okay, Man. yeah. And this was like just this past year, right? Yeah, he was playing with them. There it is. Came off the bench and killed it. <laughs> yeah, came off the bench and killed it. Oh, that's right. He's going to the Falcons with Flacco, Jalen Hurts, and now they got Minshew. That's an interesting trio right there. Let's see where that goes. Yeah. Yeah, no. Because it turns out I still follow football. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of passive. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, because they're, they're – uh, the 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 Falcons are or not the Falcons the Eagles are all in on Jalen Hurts but he's subpar and then Flacco's just a grizzled veteran that kind of was okay even at his best and now they're bringing <laughs> in someone who's more of a gunslinger I don't know I, I love uh, I love where the NFL is going I know it's not something that you're big into but I love where the NFL is going just because like you look at all the old school stuff and now you're just like who's with what now. Like yeah. when Devin Funches showed up on the pat, like they're like, "Oh, Funches with the ten-yard catches!" Like, is that Devin Funches from the Carolina Panthers as number eleven on the Packers? And it was like, "Yeah, oh, okay." So yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like moves are moves are always interesting to uh, refresh every single team. 
Like, uh, I didn't even know Tom Brady was on the Bucks. <laughs> for, for, I was just like, wait, what? Tampa? What? Okay. That, you, now you have my attention. That surprised everybody. Yeah. It's just like that. All right. All right whatever. I mean, Brett Favre ended up on the Vikings. Like, nothing surprises me anymore. I was not surprised that he went to the Vikings, to be completely honest with you. I think he would have gone to the Bears or even the Detroit Lions I, if he was given an opportunity. I feel like, because it was just one of those things where, like, growing up, the 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 culture around here was, yeah, sure, he's got his rings, but he's not that good. Yeah. You know, and yeah. all of a sudden it's like, no, we got him and he's the best. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, all right, all right, Minnesota, like, you, you need to quit flip-flopping on every single player that you get. That, that cross-body, cross-field, right into, I think it was the Saints' hands. Ooh. Tip, like, maybe if he was 10 years younger, that would have worked. But old man Favre, uh, no. I, I felt so bad. I mean, dude was like 72. Like, yeah. <laughs> God. Had like half of one thumb left. Like, just, you know, it was, it was, it was fun. It was yeah. fun. It was fun. Well, this is about the time that I'm going to call it. It's, it's, we're getting a little deep here. Um, I've oh, for sure had a lot of fun with you, so I appreciate it, boss. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah. So this is the part where you get to pimp yourself out. Where, uh, where can people find you? You got a Twitch, you got a YouTube. What do you do? Oh, let's see. On YouTube and Twitch, it is a uh, way to podcast. Way to uh, podcast? W A Y T O podcast. What do, uh, uh, what do you do there? There's absolutely no content on it. Uh, oh. Well, well, actually, we just <laughs> tried doing a couple sound tests on <laughs> Twitch uh, Saturday. Really? Um, yeah. It's uh, me and a buddy. We're just uh, going to start a kind of general talk podcast. Um, we're both very opinionated people. <laughs> okay. And it, uh, it, it started with a coworker just randomly coming up to me and just uh, going – like, hey, Nate, like, what are your thoughts on, and then he would just give me a topic, and that's where the uh, W-A-Y-T-O came from, for what are your thoughts on, and I was just like, all right, like, I can roll with this, like, every once in a while, I am surprised at what I actually do have an opinion on. <laughs> you guys got a little uh, teddy bear, a little care oh, bear? Yeah. Is that you yeah. guys? That's, that's the grumpy bear. All right. Yep. Well. I just, uh, I just popped. You know, there's not much yet, yeah. but it's coming. Yeah, I, uh, I just, I just popped on Twitch, and I'd love that this is. Uh, hold on, okay, keep it muted. Um, I got to show you this because this is absolutely ridiculous. Um, I'm gonna share my screen here just because this is, is this front page of Twitch. This is literally on the front page of Twitch. God damn it, Amaranth, get off of Twitch. <laughs> this this is this is the front page of Twitch. Um, Amaranth, you need to stop. I I don't you need to stop. I like I'll I'll get hit for this. I don't give a shit, but like this is front page of fucking Twitch. Stop. <laughs> I Hey man, she is hustling the internet and i respect the hell out of that game but like dude <laughs> what is what is twitch anymore i feel like i'm watching a porn on a video gaming site and it it confuses me 
to no end. I don't. <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> licking a microphone in the shape of an ear. She's that's, that's like that's like dude like that's some hypersexualized shit right there. Like that like yeah. It's I, so wild that like and this, this is a career. You know she's probably pulling down good six figures. Oh, are you kidding me? How many fucking people were on that? On the, get out of there, Google. Like at, at least good six figures. Oh, if not seven. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd, I'd like to think I have a conservative estimate on that. She has twenty two thousand four hundred thirty seven followers. She has nine thousand three hundred twenty two four hundred twenty two thousand four hundred thirty seven followers. That's less than I thought, actually. Her goal is twenty three thousand. And she has nine 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 thousand four hundred new followers, and her goal is eleven thousand, or two two thousand. Uh, two hundred fifty bucks gets you fifty subs and a follow back on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, Six hundred subs for a hot team, a hot tub stream on Thursday. So ridiculous. She what? makes so much money. Oh my. I'm just, hey man, she's she's putting in work. I like this I, is some hype. Like this is like that's some shit I want to watch when I'm at, when it's my alone time, man. <laughs> you know, like that's I, like, oh, that's I, some two a.m. shit right there. <laughs> part of me wants to just like gatekeep the hell out of it and be like Twitch is for gaming, but part of me is just like, hey, no service is doing it better. Right now, get your money. It's, but it's, you know, it's toting that fucking line. It's toting that oh. line. And I just like, I 100% give it to her. You know, I'm good for you, sweetheart. Love it. It's like, uh, it's just like the OnlyFans community taking OnlyFans back. It's like, man, at some point, there's going to be enough pissed off people that you just have to let some stuff slide. Like, Did you actually read the article that they put out when they first made the announcement, though? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody did. Nobody actually read the announcement. That was the one thing that pissed me off more than anything. It's like OnlyFans banning OnlyFans and it was like, no 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 no. They're they're banning certain subcultures that might be a little too aggressive. But then yeah. everybody the the could you imagine the mass exodus that happened twenty four hours after that? I know people. Yeah. I was just like, so you're done, right? I'm just like, oh yeah, like I'm already on what just for fans or yeah. whatever the other one is. But I'm just like, hey, you know, if yeah. they're messing with your livelihood, like, get out. I I almost contacted the three people that I knew because I did three interviews with three girls that did OnlyFans. I went on a... I went I on a, to one. What's up? I, l I listened to one. Which I, one I did you listen to? Channel. Um, the most recent one. The French Connection with the French style? Yes. yes. She was very polite. She she went a little bit a little bit more heavy into the the answers that I thought she would. But then again, the French are they sell Playboy on you know corner stores. So. Yeah, you know. She was very sweet, very nice. I liked her. She was a very cool person. Um, but yeah, I was gonna reach back out to him and be like, "You guys want to come on and talk about this? Because this would be amazing." And then like two days later, they're like, "No, no, no, we were kidding. We're kidding. Back to normal." I was like, "All right." Yeah. Yeah. They said they have suspended plans. Yeah. to uh ban that stuff so i'm like hey it could come back at any day i just the, yeah this i mean i on one hand i get the idea that like as a business 
you have to go by the rules of your payment processing people. Like, so dumb. I get that. But at the same time, like, we as consumers of content, while we can vote with our wallets, like, the payment processing people doing that, like, takes our vote completely away mm -hmm. in a way that we have no control over. Where, like, I, I feel like part of the way the system works is, like, we, we can choose not to give people money, but it kind of breaks down when a different entity is just like, or we can just refuse to take all of it and yeah. shut this down right now. Kind of makes it's me like, want to start up a payment processing center. We're like, we'll take yeah, your shit. Right? We don't care. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, I will turn a blind eye. But yeah. then you realize that you have to build an entire network that can process billions of transactions an hour. And yeah. Yeah. Good luck trying to recreate MasterCard. Yeah, I can do it. But, but, but like, I mean, think of the, the massive, like, that's got to be a huge payday for a lot of those credit card processing companies. Like the, the oh, absolutely. The people that were like, we'll take a risk on this. Like, that's what bothers me about Colorado. For the longest time, banks wouldn't take weed money. They wouldn't. Yeah. But the few banks that would are running in it. They're just drowning yeah. in cash. I mean, yeah, it's the whole, I guess, um, in my perspective, it's the whole uh, reason why I just legalize it federally at this yeah. point. Like, every state needs the money. Like, let's not... Play. Just legalize it and tax it. We already do the same with alcohol. Cigarettes are still legal. Like, just get that tax money. I yeah. You know, I'd, I'd rather have it come from that than pay more at the gas pump or something like that. Fucking alcohol. I hate alcohol with a passion. I it's it's. I can't believe that it's still legal. With with all the negativity, it's it's like in my in my personal opinion, it is worse than marijuana at uh, hardcore and. I just like I know people that are that are on like their sixth and their seventh DUIs and they haven't spent more than like a night in jail for something and I'm like you I don't I don't get it. It it it's 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 uh infuriating. I mean I get that perspective because on one hand I fully recognize the fact that it's one of the most like socially and personally destructive products like on the planet right yeah. now uh, you know now that we have like gotten rid of leaded gasoline <laughs> and uh, you know a couple other things that were just literally killing everyone who bought it yeah uh, albeit slower than alcohol does um, yeah. but at the same time like I enjoy beer <laughs> yeah I, I mean I have nothing I have yeah. nothing against people that do it so, socially responsibly yeah exactly you know my limits are like don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt others. Don't drink and drive. And, uh, you know, just don't, don't be a mess. <laughs> just just sound, never, never be that guy. You sound like my dad. What are, what, are, what are the rules of driving, Jared? Don't hit anyone or anything. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just good on your dad. That's solid advice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, go nine over the speed limit and don't hit it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, I don't know. I'd like alcohol is fine with me. I'm fine with alcohol, but you know, everyone knows their limit. Like somebody like you, you obviously know your limits. You know how to party. You oh, know, definitely. But there are some people. I used to live in a party house. <laughs> but there are some people that just you know, like their version of of drinking is I want to get blacked out. You know, like that's yeah, their exactly. I, no. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I 
basically adult grew up in a college town throwing keggers two to three nights a week for yeah. three years straight. Like there were people that never left that, you know, and we're taught this was, you know, 2007. Jesus. And I'm just like, dude, like you're in a different state. <laughs> You've been married twice. You have a kid. Like, how have you not left this life? Like, <laughs> And that's where I'm just like, yeah, there's, I will never pretend like alcohol is okay for everyone. Yeah. Now there, there are certain, it's, it's like anything, you know, somebody, somebody knows their limits. Somebody understands your limits, but at the same time, there are some people that just don't know what they're doing. And yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. And just generally some people with addictive behaviors that can't easily be controlled. You know, same with gambling. I'm 34. I'm 34. And sometimes it'll be like nine o'clock at night. I'll get home off of work and I'll be like, cool, I'm going to eat dinner. I'm going to play a video game for a little bit. Go to bed by two. Next thing I know, it's six in the morning. So the sun's yeah. coming up. But like, fuck. You know, like, I know I, I, I struggle with that all the time. I struggle with doing what I want to do versus what I want to do. And it's hard, especially when you find something you like. I, yeah, I, exactly. And that's one of the reasons why I don't drink or smoke, because I know that I have that addictive personality where it's like, if I like this, I like it and I go for it. And it's sometimes not a pretty thing when I go yeah. for something. Turns out it's uh, not always fun or productive. You yeah. know? And it's, uh, when it comes to self-destruction, like being addicted and in that mindset constantly is just not a good place to be. Yeah. And um yeah, I don't know. I, I think marijuana should be legal. Yeah. Uh, I just definitely think that it should be somewhere around the level of where alcohol is treated. Probably more along the lines of cigarettes when it comes to advertising. Um, mm, I think yeah. I think alcohol advertising should actually take a backseat, too. That shit's a little ridiculous. Uh, yeah, it's... It's kind of a little bit much. The Budweiser Super Bowl commercials, though, that shit's awesome. Like, remember the Clydesdales and stuff? Yeah, but like, you know, like at the same time, like that's how they're getting you. <laughs> I mean, like, it's like goddamn it, I love it. But also, like, I mean, the uh, was it Budweiser? Who did the who did the Dilly Dilly commercials? Dilly Dilly, oh my god, Dilly Dilly. I gotta look that up now. I'm all, uh, dilly, 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 dilly. No, that's actually a company, dilly, dilly. Somewhat. Bud Light. Okay, so it was a yeah, Budweiser thing. It was thing. Budweiser, yeah. Like, there is a brewery in the Twin Cities area that made a beer called Dilly Dilly. Mm -hmm. And Budweiser... Made like a, a production out of their cease and desist. They sent like an yeah. old Englishman with a scroll. <laughs> that was amazing. And you know, it's just like stuff like that. It's like, how did you manage to wrap up some like legal jargon bullshit over naming rights, but also make it like one of the coolest and classiest ad campaigns like I've ever seen? Yeah. So like that that is the best delivery of like you should stop this before we sue you into the ground like I've ever seen. Like yeah, I, I it was classy the way they did it. I 
like uh, I, I I kid it to there was one guy in the phone that cussed me out the most beautifully way I've ever been cussed out before in my entire life. I wasn't even mad. Like I was like, I was actually really good, man. Like you feel better. He's like, yeah, I do. I was like, all right, we can continue now. But like, you know, when you get cussed out or you, something bad happens, you get a little pissed off. I wasn't even mad like that. Like if I got something like that, from yeah. like Budweiser or some shit that was like curated to me, I'd be like, yeah. I'll stop. Like that's yeah, cool. It's like whoa, like that was that was creative. Yeah, you could have just sent a letter. Yeah, that was great though. I I do remember hearing about that. I feel kind of bad for those guys because didn't they weren't they doing like really really good too? Oh, they they still are. Uh, I'll actually be going to that brewery in the next couple of weeks. Did uh, they... They're called Modest Shoutouts. Oh, <laughs> they okay. make awesome beer. Uh, so they just changed their name. Uh, oh no! It was a beer they made. Oh, it was uh, a the beer. The beer itself was called Dilly Dilly or oh, okay. some variation of that. Uh, and I forget what they changed it to, but they they just rebranded that one and then just don't use it anymore. You hear about the Aunt May re, uh, Aunt Jemima rebrands and Uncle Ben's rebrands? <sighs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's on, on one hand, it's like I get it. But on the other hand, it's like, whatever, it's been there. Been there, done that. It's, you know, it's like, uh, it's like Disney with some of their old movies being like, hey, this is a product of the time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you need to be aware of that. But also there's a version that doesn't contain it. Yeah. You know, it's like we, we don't need, I don't think we need like the stereotypical like mammy black woman uh being being on the syrup bottle every time (laughs) yeah it hasn't aged well and i think it's totally okay to change it but at the same time if they were just like yeah we're also changing our name to be like i don't know special values all-inclusive syrup yeah and like that's it it's like all right now now you're reaching too far yeah but also I don't know. Aunt Jemima's not even that good. I'm, I'm a hungry Jack guy. Oh, uh, I was about to say like there's really only <laughs> one. There's there's two two different syrups that are better than Aunt Jemima's Hungry Jack and then the straight Canadian shit. Yeah, I've had. Uh, I've, I'm lucky enough because Natalie is my friend who lives up in British Columbia, Vancouver. Okay. One time uh, she sent me some really good chocolate, but she sent me like a 500 milliliter bottle of like real Canadian syrup. That's Dude. Good. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. I love that yeah. shit. Let's take a spoonful of it. Yeah, God. Not cheap though. No, no, not cheap. But uh, it was nice because she worked in the chocolate. She worked in a chocolate shop that sold all that stuff, so she got a, like a super discount. It's a good hookup. Yeah. Well, she no longer works there. Uh, ah. She works for a waste management company, which is kind of interesting. Huh. <laughs> yeah. No, going from chocolates and syrups to waste management. <laughs> I mean, there's good money in it because garbage is never gonna stop. No. Oh, yeah. They're homeless population. The, the, the biggest contracts is the homeless population. They just clean up. They, yeah, wow. they, well, like the homeless. That, that makes sense. Yeah, the homeless will move out of an encampment, and then they get paid by the the city to go clean up that encampment. So huh. as as the homeless people transition around the city, they just follow them with their trucks and pick up everything. I guess. I don't know. It's it, interesting. It's interesting. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that was awesome. Something that never occurred to me. Yeah, yeah. I, 
dude when uh we need that's why that's why i reach out to people like you guys i I try to reach out find out more it it's interesting the people i talk to i, I literally just talked to a dude from zimbabwe a couple days ago no bullshit like he's dope oh, wow yeah so uh that'll be the not that's the next podcast that comes out on the fourth i think is when he drops and then okay you'll drop on the 11th all right perfect no i'm sorry so uh brian drops on the 11th you'll drop on the 18th 18th all right yeah cool. on the 18th I'll have to, I'll uh, that one down yeah for sure i uh i usually i it's it was all stupid it because like my ex-girlfriend used to go to work at like three in the morning so i would purposely put the podcast out Friday, like saturday morning so that way she would okay. have like an hour and a half to listen to me while she starts up so oh yeah but now go fuck her she's <laughs> She's she's a part of the church and Satan and married to a dude who uh, who was a fan of the podcast that he and I that we we built a podcast about serial killers, and then wow. she wanted to do an episode on the Church of Satan because the Church of Satan was a a pretty big thing and the serial killers I was like that's dope, and then there was a fan of the podcast that was a friend of a friend of a friend who lived near her, who was actually a part of the Church of Satan, and then he weaseled his way in and now they're married after like four months of dating. Which is interesting. I don't. I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. That that sucks. <laughs> uh, that, that, it, no, I'm fine. No, like you don't have to say anything. Like I'm over it. It's bad. No, I mean marriage after four months of dating. Yeah, uh, that's. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like I'm in this weird spot where I know like as many people that are divorced as are married now. Mm -hmm. It's like four months. That's probably. It's not gonna last. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Well, I uh, I was an ordained minister at one point in time, and I think uh, All right. two or three out of the ten marriages that I ordained are still together, if that, if that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I. Did you know going into it? Did I know going into what? Like going into the wedding, you saw the like bride and groom together, and you're like, ah, something's not right here. A few of them. Oh yeah, like like because I, I remember like I went into one and I was like, you know, marriage is like a pretty set. And they're like, shut the fuck up. I was like, all right, you got it. I was like, this is not gonna last. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Okay. They're like, no, we we know what we're doing. It's yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. This other one, this this guy's like, I want to marry my girlfriend. Or one of my buddies comes up and he's like, hey, I got a, I got a friend of a friend who wants to get married to his girlfriend. Uh, can you do it? I was like, yeah, I, I can do it. Like, when do you want to do it? Like today. Why today? Oh, he's deploying next week. I was like, mm-hmm. You might want to think about this, buddy. Yeah. He's was... like right up there with the... Oh, what is that volunteer group that goes to other places, but they have like a psych eval before it where they're just like, the... we want to make sure that you're not like going crazy and doing this out of desperation. Oh, like uh, not Jehovah's Witnesses, but the missionaries. Like a lot yeah. of missionaries, yeah. Um. It's... We'll do nine months here. It's just like, mm, well, we have to check if you're trying to escape yeah. debts or uh, did you just go through a bad breakup? <laughs> I Yeah, that that makes me wonder, like, how many people do that stuff, like, the, with the Red Cross and shit, where they're like, yeah. let's go overseas for nine months because something happened to me. Oh, like, dude, when she, when she yeah. broke up with me, I was like, can I become a merchant marine? Like, can I become like a mercenary for hire and just go over somewhere, third world country, you know? Like, let's see if Blackwater's still hiring. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, let's calm down. Stick with the cheese yeah. job. Stick with the cheese job. Yeah, you know, mate. <laughs> we all make bad decisions from time to time <laughs> when our hearts are broken. Yeah. 
Although I did, I did find a lot of great heavy metal bands. That is the one. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, one positive thing I'll I'll take out of that breakup. I had a lot of he- like I experimented a lot with heavy metal, and I found a lot of great bands. So I'm excited. More power to you there. Yeah, uh, music's a good outlet. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good outlet, but it's not a good outlet when you're when you're on a forklift lifting a ton of cheese. So I've never had that problem. I I used to have that problem. <laughs> I, it it gets so boring running in and out of a freezer, doing nothing but transporting a ton of cheese on a forklift, running back and forth in the middle of winter, trying not to freeze your ass off. That sounds about right. Yeah. Love Wisconsin weather. Love it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's pretty much the same here, so. All right, so way to podcast. I'm definitely going to yep. link that stuff. Are you pl- like, Do you have any episodes out on, on like Spotify or iTunes? Uh, no, not yet, actually. We're, uh, st- we're going to hopefully be recording on Saturday, and it should be out on Monday. Ooh, quick turnaround time. All right. Yeah, it shouldn't be that bad. I don't know. We're pretty informal and lazy. So. All right. Well, if, uh, if you want some assistance, go ahead and hit me up on Skype. I can, I can definitely help you guys with, with, a, with a real easy process of, of recording and all that stuff if you don't already oh, have all of it down. Yeah, I'd absolutely love to pick your brain about that. Yeah, man, there's, there's a lot of easy things to do. There, like The way that I do it is fairly easy, especially with the audio video. It takes like two seconds. So I don't know what you guys are planning, but yeah, just let me know. I can definitely help you out. I'd love to. It's, it can be super stupid and easy, really, to be oh, honest with you. Cool, man. I appreciate it. Anything else? Any other social media you want to pimp out or, or what um, have you? No, just YouTube, Twitch, same thing on both. Right. Uh, yeah, you know, a, a Patreon account exists. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's about it. Well, I hope you guys blow up enough to, to have a, a decent amount of subscribers on Patreon. That would be nice. You know, I'm sure we'll get like eight bucks a month like a year from now. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Got to grind for that eight bucks. Free Netflix or something. Yeah. Well, Nate, I really appreciate you coming on. Hang tight. I'll grab some information from me afterward. All right, man? All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, to all of those still listening after this very lengthy podcast, which was a great thing, I love your faces. I hope you guys are all having a great day and enjoy yourselves. Bye now.